0: Do not be discouraged. If medicine is really something that you want, you need to go all out and go get it, you know, um, and work really, really hard. hi everyone welcome welcome back to my youtube channel if you are a returning subscriber thank you thank you so much for watching one of my videos once again and if you are new here welcome i hope you do stay and become a part of my journey as i become dr eddie this is another episode where i get to sit with a health sciences student or a healthcare professional and they get to share more about their journey. Today, I am having Tom De Onci, actually my classmate. Tom, how are you doing today?
1: Yeah, now I'm doing well.
0: Tell me more about yourself.
1: My name is Tom De uh, I'm 23, time before me. I'm turning 24 this year uh, and I'm from Cape Town. I've pretty much been here my whole life and I'm a fifth year medical student at UCT
0: yes he's actually my classmate guys when i heard that you transferred from BSC to medicine like you're one of the few people I literally told myself that I have to have a conversation with you (laughs) Because a lot of people here on my channel have been asking me How do you transfer from BSC to medicine and I can do my research whatsoever But it is always better to have someone who have traveled that journey to come and share with us And I'm so glad that you are part of this podcast today And I think a lot of my followers are also going to benefit from our conversation We are about to have so, um, just a little bit of background. Can you please say which high school did you go to and what year did you finish your metric?
1: All right, so um, too many years ago now, but uh, <laughs> I went to Rondebosch Boys High School, mm-hmm. also in Cape Town. Yes. I went to the prep school as well, so it's kind of at that school for also most of my early schooling all of my early schooling
0: okay can i ask tom like did you always know that you wanted to study medicine or become a doctor
1: so i actually distinctly remember that when i was in grade seven we started learning about the brain a little bit yeah um and even that initial you know very basic um sort of content covering the brain it really Mm -hmm. intrigued me and i thought wow this is incredible this is this is such an interesting organ, this is such an interesting part of the body and and that already I said at the time Wow, I'd love to become a neurosurgeon That was the beginning Oh my god,
0: you have have a similar story to me because when I was in grade 9 we were learning about the circulatory system and I was like, I Mm. love the Mm. heart I want to be a cardiologist (laughs) only to come to med school and realize that this is nothing like biology you know, the specialty itself is really really different from just the theory Let's talk a little bit about when you were in grade 12 you were hmm. now applying. Tell us more, which universities did you apply to? Was medicine your first option?
1: At that time, I was actually in grade 11 and was more of an average student. I wasn't getting, you know, definitely not the sort of marks that you need to get into medicine either oh,
0: okay, I see. Um,
1: and I remember at the beginning of matric, I went on a course, it was more of like a study course and stuff and I don't want to use the old term like Pulled myself up and just oh, got into okay, the grind, okay. but like I, I really, uh, you
0: did started yes.
1: working a lot harder and trying to get the marks that I needed. And the problem was because of circumstances, I had a bit of an atypical kind of attempt to get into medicine because I just applied to UCT in Stellenbosch oh, for yeah. med school, so I wasn't going to go all over the country and all the different other yes. med schools that we had available at the time. Um, but yeah, I was you know very much set on it. I worked as hard as I could in matric. Try to get those marks i think i ended up with an 85 aggregate the end of matric oh
0: yeah, yeah. That's, that's really great it's good but mm-hmm.
1: it's definitely a far enough cry off of what was needed to get yes, in yes yes um my second choice so my first choice was obviously medicine yes, for both universities yes. my second choice was a bachelor of science okay. um with the majors of human anatomy and physiology because a i thought this was a very uh, interesting field to go into mm-hmm. with if medicine doesn't work and also would lay more of the groundwork for medicine and getting in
0: okay one of the most mistakes that people make that i tell them also on my channel is applying to few universities you know it's the mistake that i made there are too. literally 10 medical schools in south africa and when you apply to fewer than the 10 you are basically wow. decreasing your chances because 85% is really, really a good average. Like, don't even downplay yourself. That is a really, really good average. But because of the competition in UCT yeah. and Stellenbosch, it makes it close to impossible for people to get accepted if only you're going to apply to those universities. That's why applying to as many universities as you can literally increases your chances. But now I want to to your first year. So I assume you ended up studying your second option, which is bachelors in sciences in
1: Human Anatomy and Physiology, yes, and definitely. it was at the time Biochemistry for my second major, but okay. I switched that to Genetics. It was something that after second year, I'll get into how BSc works, but okay. after second year I kind of found it was more interesting and if I was going to complete this BSc, you know, because you always, you kind of want to stack yes. all your options up um, and not just kind of be studying something that, you know, in the end of it you're not enjoying trying to get into medicine um but i can also 100 percent agree that the best thing to do is to apply yes. to as many medical schools as possible that you can off matric and in the subsequent years just increase your chances okay. you know because if you really want to be a doctor it's one of the best ways to get there so in first year of bsc i was um working uh you know trying to get like the marks up d- again oh
0: okay yeah. i thought you had like a part-time job i was like Ooh.
1: so <laughs> i was, I was working a little bit with a part-time job oh, during the okay, first part of bsc and this is i think what contributed to the reason that the first semester of bsc my first half of my first year at university i kind of fell off a little bit oh yes, it wasn't that i was see. using that dream of wanting to become a doctor but i mean it's university it's very different to high school yeah um, it's i'm so sure you've well, it's, it's yeah, a bit of definitely. an adjustment um, that with trying to pick a part-time job because that's what mm, people do in university yes. as well um, i started working for butler's pizza
0: mm.
1: um, which is a local delivery pizza place around cape town um, and that I think combined with a bit more university lifestyle, kind of like trying to do the work, but you know, also um, exploring kind of the more, more of the freedom that university, yeah, it's, especially it's really first year. Yeah, you to balance yeah, everything. Yeah, yes. and I think I didn't get that balance so right. So I remember the whole of first semester, it was going okay, but I definitely wasn't getting the marks I wanted to. Okay. I definitely don't think I was putting in the, the work that I needed to.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so my marks during, after the first semester of, of university, were not where I wanted to be. And I saw that, I remember thinking about over the holiday, okay, let's finish up work for butlers, let's finish up um, whatever other, you know, not hardworking things we need to be doing. And then second semester, let's hit it really hard. Let's get back into that study grind. Let's get really serious about trying to get the marks that we need to try and get into medicine.
0: Okay, so if I may ask, Mm. um, I know that BSc was your second option, but did you study BSc in mind of, okay, I'm accepting that I'm just going to finish this BSc degree as like now I'm taking this as my career or you had medicine in mind from the moment you registered for BSC
1: so I definitely had medicine in mind the moment I registered for BSC yeah. and it was still a dream that I had okay. um, the basically what my journey was looking like for me at the time was okay I didn't get in the first like strike the first attempt right mm-hmm. that was off my trick so if I keep working really hard in BSC I get the marks that I need to and I just you know, keep on getting yes. good marks, keep on getting good marks, keep on applying, keep on applying. Definitely. I'll eventually get there, even if it takes me this first year BSc, second year, which it eventually did, or, you know, even completing the whole degree.
0: I mean, that's a threat hey? not giving up, because I don't think yeah. this is the easiest route to take. It's not, yeah.
1: uh, that's for sure.
0: I hear you talking about getting the marks that you want, getting the marks um, to get into medical school. Can you at least, you know, share with us what exactly are those marks and what were you exactly aiming for? Because I can imagine that transferring from bsc to medicine especially at uct you did your bsc at uct right yeah. first year so you wanted to transfer from bsc at uct to be, to medicine at uct so tell us more about like the marks that you were aiming for what exactly should someone aim for if they really want to be you know competitive enough
1: at the time what i was hmm. kind of aiming for was at least an 80% average across the board in uh, university.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, the reason why this is a bit different to the matric sort of entry levels for uh, for medicine is because matric you've got um, those tests as well. The NBT. Really. The NBT. is yes. Stuck my mind. Um, that doesn't really apply as much. Really. For when you apply in university, yeah, oh. they they want you to have done them.
0: Okay. And I think they
1: last about three years.
0: So yes. after three years, you yes. actually
1: have to redo them if you're going to apply yes. from a university point. Even though they don't, I think, add them into the score. They just want to make sure that they can look at them and see how you've done, if that makes sense.
0: So um, what you're saying is NBT doesn't really affect... Um,
1: I think it does because it means that they want you to have it and they want you to have a good NBT good, mark. Good,
0: good mark Just as like well.
1: in Matric, but it, so doesn't, it does get, doesn't get calculated like into the score. So in Matric, when you apply to UCT yes. at least, there's a score out of 1,000. And about yeah, six hundred of that comes from your marks, or yeah, 700. I think
0: 900, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's like three hundred more for MBTs.
0: MBTs, yes, yeah. And there's like a
1: hundred from like a motivational letter, or like a CV okay.
0: that I think you submit
1: as well for UCT. Um, so for
0: is that for PSC? No, that's for medicine. Okay. Yeah, because um, the one that I know is. I think it's the FPS score where it's mm, like mm, 300 NBT yeah. and then 600 your metric marks? marks. Yes,
1: and then 100 is like a letter that you LA, write. Or like okay, a which means like curriculum, additional... Curriculum, CV. Oh, yeah, like additional yes. information that you did during schools, like accomplishments, like prefects. Oh, I, I guess it's
0: also uh, the personal report as well can the add The personal report, that's okay. that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay.
1: So when you apply from a from an undergraduate perspective and you're not a metric. you don't have to do a personal report, but you have to do a CV.
0: Oh, which
1: is like okay. a personal report and it adds a little bit of detail and information yes. and that's kind of where you put like your job shadowing since you've left school oh, it does what make else sense. you've been up to it and that adds sense. to your score and they want to see that you've had MBTs but most of the time and what I was told is that it just comes straight down to your marks
0: Okay. they want
1: to okay. see that you've been a bit active with the uh, CV that you submit after, um, after leaving matric mm. so that you've been at least doing some job shadowing maybe for medicine so that's also another good thing that you can do to kind of show them that you really want this. If you keep doing um, like the sort of shouting that we were doing in school, where we'd go to um, different medical clinics or hospitals mm. and then shadow the doctors there for some experience, I think that can definitely contribute quite a lot.
0: Wait, did you know that when you were doing um, it in high school, um, that it can increase your chances into getting to medicine or it's something that you started doing actively when you're in first year Trying to get into medicine. So it's
1: actually something I did more of when I was in high school. Okay. I did a um, kind of school school matched or Kind of like the high school made us do this job shadowing in grade 11 oh, for yes, three days okay. um, And I chose to as I said do at a trauma center in Mitchell's Plain mm-hmm. and in Matric I went back for another week and that wasn't through the school, that was just my own personal, yeah, in oh my okay, holidays, okay. I want to get more exposure to this, I want to show everybody that I'm trying to do more So you really and wanted job shadowing. because I think yep.
0: also, when it comes to medicine, it's, it should be something that you enjoy, not only just because you yeah. to, you know, get points, You know, mm. job shadowing, it should be something that you are really eager to do, it's something that you enjoy, you really want the clinical exposure. Mm. So yeah, I think that was really good. And I think also, people who are listening right now if you really really want to increase your chances into getting into medicine whether via bsc or just you know from metric to university in first year do that job shadowing submit your personal report you know your extracurricular activities are really important your sports you know your position in the you know school council whether you're head boy or head girl i think that also counts when you like apply as well So I want us to go back to your first attempt when you actually tried to get into medicine. So now I'm imagining you're in first year and you're looking at your marks. You're thinking, okay, I'm not getting, you know, the marks that I'm aiming for, but I am going to apply anyway. So I want to know how did you apply? Is there a special way to apply or you just use, you know, the common application website with the, you know, with matriculants when they're applying? How Mm. does that go?
1: Um, okay, so it's a little bit different for UCT and then different for some of the other institutions uh-huh. around South Africa as well. Makes sense. Stellenbosch at the moment, to my knowledge, doesn't take any undergraduate university-going students that aren't from Stellenbosch okay. for applications after matric. So if you are from matric and you apply to Stellenbosch for medicine, this is specifically for medicine, okay. um, then you can apply. But if you're doing an undergrad at UCT, you can't apply until you've completely finished that degree.
0: Okay, wait. Explain that a bit I'm a bit confused we So if me.
1: you're applying to medicine yes. For Stellenbosch University
0: Yes, and first for first year
1: Yeah, for okay. first year mm-hmm. But you're currently doing your undergrad At another university Like for me, I was at UCT Oh, UCTU, okay And I wanted to apply to get into first year medicine at Stellenbosch At
0: Stellenbosch, okay And they wouldn't
1: let me apply
0: Okay Because you have I'll to have
1: finished your whole degree
0: Oh Okay, so they'll only accept you if you're a postgraduate, if you're already yep. registered in other universities. Yes, okay. if you
1: finish your degree there or if you're coming from a trick. So okay, I see. WITS as well um, had a similar sort of program. They weren't really accepting um, just undergraduate applications oh, yeah. they have a graduate entry medical program oh yes yes the, the gmp the the G- yeah, yes yeah. i think um, it's very common I've heard it. a couple of people that mm. have actually gone through that and mm. i've met some doctors that have gone through that and then now qualified and that sounds like quite a good medical program if you're kind of finishing your bsc studies now and yes. you're um, still wanting to get into medicine but everywhere else is there's a lot of competition i, th- and stuff. I think
0: it is like a great option for someone let's say right now you've just finished your BSc and Mm. you realise, oh, actually, I'd like to become a doctor. I think that um, GEMP program is kind of like the perfect one for you because also I think you start in third year instead of first year as well. So um, how does the UCT one work then?
1: So then for UCT and much like, I think, the Free State University and the University of Pretoria for those medical schools, um, which were the ones I applied to in my second year, At the end of first year, because of different circumstances as well, I was still looking at mostly Stellenbosch, and I think I applied to UCT as well
0: because I think I got onto
1: the whole application process a bit late as well. Oh, I see. So Stellenbosch was one of, UCT was one of the only ones that was still accepting applications by the time I really got myself into gear and went through the whole application process again. But what it is is it basically allows you to apply kind of concurrently with the matrix, but Mm. it's that they allocate a certain amount of slots two oh. people that are coming from different universities around the country but also from UCT themselves um, from an undergraduate perspective into okay. the degree.
0: So it doesn't matter whether application, that the application closing date, if the spots are, are, are done then?
1: It still does matter and there is an application closing date but UCT okay. kind of leaves the applications open a bit longer. That was just my case, oh, Yeah, okay. but in general you're going to want to start looking at application processes at the beginning of the year. So oh, in March, okay. April already, you're going to want to so start wanna looking So you want to know out, exactly the first day exactly when you're opening, so I want to know apply. which universities have which closing dates applications, because mm. a lot of them close in June, July. So you're going to want to have to apply by April, May, fully. you submitted all your documents, you've submitted what marks you have so far, and any kind of motivating documents or that is like your curriculum yes. beta level.
0: so i assume you have to then prepare yourself like beforehand all of your documents and everything like that if you yeah. know that you want to apply it's a lot of admin it's, it's, it's a lot it's of preparation really competitive hey yeah so um you're saying like when it comes to US, uct up and ufs right yes you apply on the same like website with the matriculants. yeah
1: it's it's not like much of a different application process. Mm. I think just some of the documents that you need are different. Okay. For example, for UCT, you submit a CV oh, yes. instead of a personal report. Okay. You submit your MBT results, but I think they kind of have a bit less of a role to play than they do in Matric. Not as an exacto- exactly like a score as it's used in Matric.
0: Oh, you I know, see. It's more
1: of like a motivating factor to show that you did do well in your MBTs.
0: Okay, so do you, when you're applying, do they just ask you, are you in metric? are you a postgraduate yeah you i think there's an option, option to select
1: and if you're applying as an undergraduate you, or as a postgraduate then
0: it kind of leads you automatically to where you should be. okay
1: yeah so what happened with me was i had applied for, for uct at the end of first year bsc
0: yeah my
1: marks were around just under an 80 aggregate so obviously not where i wanted them to be okay. i had kind of i'd done okay in most of my marks for first semester like at the halfway point through the year of first year oh. And then during the second half of the year, I worked really, really hard. Mm -hmm. I pushed a lot of those marks up with um, courses and subjects that I wasn't so good at compared to other ones that I was good at. And I got those marks a lot higher, but it didn't kind of make up for my first semester. So I wasn't above that 80% 80 that I think is a good level to strive for. But obviously more if you can get it, if you're going to apply, being an undergraduate now.
0: Definitely.
1: So I applied and obviously the marks went up to scratch. I submitted a CV as well. It had some work experience from butlers, but mm-hmm. not too much else. Um, I wasn't really able to organize any job shadowing that year, although I think it's a nice thing to have because yeah. it shows them that you're interested enough to go and job shadow yes. as well. So if you're interested in medicine, you know, and you're doing something about that. So I can recommend that for anybody who's an undergrad now. Um, just go and get some job Definitely. shadow experience.
0: Definitely. Guys, take the tips.
1: <laughs> and then they rejected that. Um, but then I remember in that first year after I had applied so now when my group that I would have been with was going into second year and now your group was going in your oh, first year okay um,
0: yes.
1: there was kind of like a um, an applications problem where I think they sent a lot of people confirmatory applications oh. and then they said the system sent out a lot of people like
0: a glitch in the declinations system sort of. yeah okay. there was kind of a
1: glitch in the system and then they ended up having a lot fewer students registered. So a lot of the students that had applied for BSc and had gotten in and had almost started on up-campus already, they were getting invitations back to medicine
0: oh. for your year. Yeah,
1: because um, really? of a system glitch. Yeah. Oh. So I heard about this a little bit too late. I think I, because I'd obviously applied and I'd been rejected, but I pretty much went up to the faculty office on Faculty of Health Sciences campus mm. and spoke to their head of... Um, I think it was either admin or admissions. And I was like, hi, look, I'm from BSC. I applied to medicine. I've heard that you have some slots open. I'd, I'm like really, really interested in applying. Oh,
0: so there are slots open for Yes, the yes. Okay. And if
1: there's any chance, can you please get back to me? And I remember I had an email back and forth with the admissions. Um, mm. One of the like high up people in admissions. Um, and they were like, oh, you were just too late. Like oh, we just filled up all the slots so literally see. last week. Um, but I think because of that, it's kind of showing that you really want it because I was like going to the Faculty of Health Sciences campus. I was talking to the admissions people face to face, saying, Hey, if there are any slots available, just if that's okay, can I please come into medicine? So you
0: literally have to follow yeah. up, hey.
1: Yeah, so that's literally about follow up, follow up, follow up. Oh, okay. And that between that and keep on applying every year, you kind of build up that they can see that you're yes. really trying. Okay. Um, and now having failed to get in twice, once off a trick and once off a first year BSC um
0: how did not that really make you feel
1: exactly so yeah. so not good <laughs> it's difficult because you're kind of having this defeat and this defeat again and it's where you really want to be you know yeah, as like interesting as bsc had been in first year um that wasn't what i wanted yeah, to yeah but your
0: real passion was like medicine exactly so
1: yeah. uh so this kind of got changed around in second year bsc second year bsc i wasn't working a part-time job which i must say did help working a part-time job <laughs> When you're in university, it's very hectic. Yeah, it can um,
0: work for you and against you, yeah. basically. Uh,
1: I currently do work a part time job, but in that case, it's really all about finding the balance. And if you're working yeah. as hard as I was, especially in second year to get into medicine, I'd say you want to make that one of your primary focuses completely. So that's pretty much what happened. I pretty much completely reset in the beginning of second year, mm-hmm. and I really got into some very, very hard work second year of bsc is when you start doing more specialized courses as well for your majors so mine being human anatomy and physiology
0: okay. has
1: a big focus on human anatomy and physiology yes. and a lot of these the content that i was covering is the exact same that they were actually doing and we have done in second year Even medicine
0: Second year, okay so
1: when i got to second year medicine i'd actually done, almost, done all almost all of the physiology okay, that we were encountering yeah. so that definitely scored in my favor so while i think usually for when you're trying to apply for medicine at a university level and you're doing your undergrad, most degrees are okay as long as you're getting really good marks. It's always more enticing to them if you're getting good marks in subjects Something and contexts that are related to, to medicine. Oh, exactly. okay.
0: So because I wanted to know, is there a specific BSc that you have to do or does it specifically has to be BSc in order for you to qualify hmm. to study medicine?
1: So when I was applying and when I was hearing about what everybody else had applied to yeah. and stories about people that had got in and et cetera and mm-hmm. hadn't got in and what they were doing, it was kind of told to me that it doesn't matter what degree you're doing to get into oh, medicine. So? It's just important that you get the best marks. I mean, okay. I heard people that were repeating matric to try and get in with better matric marks. I heard people like myself doing BSc or doing a BA and then trying to you know, really get into medicine from there. Um, I didn't really hear a lot of how those stories went. Obviously, mine did go and yes, I got into yes, medicine. Uh, and the five, the four other students that came in to our year that we're in now from BSc, three of them were from Stellenbosch and they had finished BSc degrees already and they were literally oh, either okay. starting to their master's and one of the students was actually doing her master's. That previous year. So they were already postgraduate. They were already like postgraduate, postgraduate, yeah. So
0: they only took like five of you into yeah. medicine?
1: I think. We'll get to that now, but yes. basically during second year, I worked really, really hard. My focus was getting into medicine. And it's definitely one of the most intense, and focused, and hard-working years of my life. Of your life. Yeah. I can
0: imagine. And how were your marks then looking?
1: I ended up with an, I think it was an 80 aggregate overall. Mm-hmm maybe a little bit more but specifically another. for anatomy and physiology those courses that's we were really
0: good because it's really hard
1: yeah university is, <laughs> it is definitely a, so lot, hard. Anatomy a lot of a different and physiology,
0: getting an 80 is really not easy so you might well you actually know.
1: for anatomy and physiology i got an 89 and an 87 for those courses
0: really yeah
1: so oh. those ones were through the roof i was getting Until really you, really you good you were marks. doing
0: better than some of us who got straight into <laughs> medicine <laughs> because i don't even want to talk about my anatomy and physiology marks in first and second year it was so bad
1: yeah so i was getting really good marks there i was getting i think kind of straight 80s for Mm. this other course called uh, molecular biology Um, and then for genetics that was kind of my worst subject i think my worst mark for genetics that year was a 72 And I pulled that up to about an 81 or an 82 the next semester. So which
0: means this is really, really competitive, you know? That is the point that we're getting here, that if you're trying to do BSc and you want to go to medicine, you need to get those straight A's because that is kind of like, seems like the only possible way you can qualify because it's really, really a tough competition. Because I'm hearing you saying they only accepted five of you guys.
1: Yeah. So in the end of that year, after having gone, like some really good marks, especially for the courses that were very linked to medicine and that covered a lot of like medical or medical related content. Um, I'd applied through the normal channels for UCT again. Yes. And I also applied to the University of Pretoria and the University of the Free State as well. Uh, so I
0: applied to more yeah. now. Okay, which is so yeah. much better. So I was
1: kind of prepared now to go almost anywhere, okay. um, at least to different universities around the... Uh, the country the country uh, to to really get into the stream of you know studying medicine and becoming a doctor and Um, how did that turn out so strangely i think i got i didn't get in at i think it was pretoria really yeah free state left me waiting for a little while but universe but uct did accept me oh so i found out about that a bit late into january like in the beginning of january in 2020 When I got into, because I got into first year medicine at UCT at the beginning of 2020 and I was over the moon. I was very stoked to put it mildly. So you got
0: to first year or second year? So I got into
1: second year. But the initial acceptance that it was, hi, you've been admitted to first year medicine at UCT. And I said, wow, that's amazing. I was so happy with that. That was what I've been working towards. And then I was actually, I went away with a group of friends of mine. We were like celebrating Mm -hmm. before the term started. This was... far before and they called me and they said hi we actually have a slot open in second year medicine oh. do you want to come through
0: Duh.
1: and i said i'm in humanis and i'm about to drive home right now two hour drive just to make sure that i can come in tomorrow because oh, they had literally wow. started the classes already for Should second have
0: year told them, i'm gonna think about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think i got well, off I the think, phone I called my I dad and said i'm first, gonna do this yeah, and he just yeah um and that was an amazing decision <laughs> Do do you know
0: how many spots they have though? Because I know like for medicine I think it's like 220 if not 250 like in first year but do they have like a set number of spots?
1: I think it's about 200 between 225 and 250 and I think there are about 25 of those slots that are reserved for For students that are coming from undergraduate institutions or with postgraduate degrees. So I heard about this information when I was in second year and I heard okay I have to be one of 25, maybe even less, depending Yo. on how many they've taken. Then I heard that they reserve a greater number for UCT students that are undergraduate or postgraduate.
0: Okay.
1: I think it was maybe only 10, maybe 15, that were from UCT that they accepted. The rest were from other universities across the country or maybe international.
0: Yo, because now I'm thinking the yep. competition gets tougher if postgraduates can apply yeah. There's we are looking at 25. There's postgraduates. There's people who um, are from other universities. There are mm. people from UCT Medical School, UCT other faculties. Yeah. UCT and um,
1: like physiotherapy. Yes. and OT. I know a lot of people from those disciplines were also trying to get in.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so between between all of that, I kind of worked out that I'm probably going to have to be one of between 10 and 15. Of which there must be more really, than hundreds. Yeah, it's applying literally less that than are that because yeah.
0: there is this first year BSc, second year BSc, who's also trying a third year BSc, a fourth year. Yeah. So, But I mean, of, kind of the like
1: slots available, I was having to be one of those 10 that yeah, got yeah, in or 15 yeah, that got yeah. in. There must have been at least 100 different applicants for those 25 slots, I'd say, across the different universities, across um, in health sciences, uh, physiotherapy, and like OT, because um, I heard a lot of those those people that were doing those degrees as mm-hmm. well were also applying, just like I was in second-year BSc. Um, some of the postgraduate students at Stellenbosch were applying for UCT as yeah. well. Some of those that got in were from Stellenbosch. Oh, so
0: okay, it was all say. over.
1: And when I heard that's that, I was um, at least a little bit scared because then you're thinking, wow, that's so much competition. Yeah, that, that was really probably, like, like well.
0: life-changing news here. Yeah, and I, I, I even knew
1: this guy, that the, 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 the um, fellow student of mine that got in now, to mm-hmm. medicine that's in our class. I knew him in BSC and I knew that he did want to get into medicine. Yes. So we were discussing with him in mm-hmm. first year. And that was also seen to me as, as competition.
0: Oh yeah. And definitely. between
1: that and like meeting people at UCT and, and on upper campus while I was studying there in first year and second year, you know, whenever I would hear about people that were trying to apply to get into UCT you medicine, like, I'd be like, oh wow, God. there's another one, there's another <laughs> yes. person. Or, you know, you you just hear stories about everybody mm. that wants to get into medicine at BSC. So a lot of that was oh no there's a lot of competition there's a lot going yes. on and i think the best way to deal with that is if you can find somebody if you can find somebody to work together and say hi we're going to hold ourselves accountable we're going to try both work as hard motivate each other to try and like get a
0: in pad now yeah yeah okay. especially
1: doing the same sort of degree as you that would be great i didn't have that
0: um but and, you did it on your own, which is, on own. So which is twice as good the second
1: point yeah. is, is if you can't have that or you don't have that or you don't yes. want to do that just Focus on yourself. Don't think about how other people are doing. Don't think about what marks they're getting. Don't think about how the competition is doing. Just focus on yourself. The only comparison should be yourself for what marks you're getting, for how your studying is going, for everything else. you know. And just focus on getting the marks yourself, setting up a good study timetable, setting up a good working system that works for you to get as good marks as you can to get into medicine. That's it. And if you do that and you keep at it and you keep working, you'll get into medicine.
0: That is definitely great advice. Hey, so what I'm finding is that you didn't let the competition um, like bring you down or discourage you. Yeah. You literally used it for motivation and kind of like push you towards actually achieving your goal. Because I would assume, like, if someone right now is hearing that, oh my God, getting to medicine is so competitive, some of them mm. might just want to give up. But look at you here, you were able to make it out of like the hundreds or the thousands that you will never get to know of and at the end of the day you are doing something that you really love just because you worked hard and you tried over and over again of which i really think your story is inspiring and i hope it is inspiring someone right now thank you so much for watching up until this far please make sure that you subscribe to my channel you like this video and you share it with your friends once again thank you so much to your future doctor tom deonsi such a pleasure (laughs) join me again every Friday here at 6 p.m. where I get to talk to a health sciences student or a healthcare professional where we get to talk more about their journey. If there's anyone or any professional that you'd like to see on my channel, please drop their name below or tag them. And if you're a health sciences student or a healthcare professional and you'd like to come and have this conversation with me where you share your journey with people who are watching, please do write me an email on becomingdoctorandy at gmail.com. I would really, really love to have you here. I'll see you again on another episode. Bye for now. Bye.